0: Hello, this is David Jenkins, La Plata Town Council member from Ward Four. I will be your host for this podcast, providing updates about the La Plata Town Council meetings, issues we discuss, and those issues affecting you as residents and other related activities and issues. You can also follow me on my Facebook page, D Jenkins, LP Town Council Ward Four. Please note the Town Council has work sessions each month on the second and third Tuesday, with our business meeting on the fourth Tuesday. All meetings start at 6 p.m. using the Microsoft Teams platform. Meeting agendas can be accessed through our town website, and all meetings are recorded. So now let's get started with our latest update. Hi, and welcome again to this latest episode of the Plata Ward 4 Update Podcast. This is David Jenkins, La Plata Town Council member from Ward 4, and your host for this podcast. This episode is about the 15-minute neighborhood or 15-minute city. As a planning concept, the goal of this concept tries to help people to get around without without the need or use of a car. A recent article entitled The 15-Minute City Deconstructed talks about what a 15-minute city is and what it includes. Let me quote from the article. Its measure is simply this. How far can you walk or bike in 15 minutes? So the 15-minute city of one of your neighbors a couple blocks away is slightly different from your 15-minute city. It's not a question of how far you're able to travel, but rather how far you're willing to travel on foot or bike based on risks. Risk. End of quote. So the article then goes on to talk about important destinations for a 15 minute neighborhood using your front door as a starting point. So each quote neighborhood end of quote is in and would be unique dependent upon where your front door is. As an experiment, I use Google Maps to locate the following list of destinations from my front door here in Clark's Run. Then I use the Google Maps function to get directions to determine the distance in miles, and then the time to walk or bike to each destination. So let me briefly review those and go through these destinations. We're probably all familiar with the Safeway here in La Plata on 301. That is 3.6 miles from my house. And so to get there by bike, it would take me 20 minutes, or if I were to walk, one hour and 11 minutes. My route would be to leave Clocks Run, uh, enter on the Maryland 6, which is Charles Street, and then head west to either Washington Avenue or Kent Avenue, then on to Sh- Shining Willow Way. Please note that Washington Avenue is a county road, and there are some sidewalks along one or both sides, but they're all not necessarily connected. Uh, please note, though, that I never and will never ride a bike on Washington Avenue, as the lands are very narrow and there are no shoulders. Very dangerous. Now, let's say I wanted to go to town hall, which I do quite regularly for my town council meetings, and to attend the various concerts during the spring and summer. The town hall is 2.6 miles from my house, and that would take, and I've done it before, on a bike it would take me 16 minutes. If I were to walk it, it would take me 52 minutes. Again, I would uh, leave Clocks Run on Maryland 6, go all the way down Charles Street or Maryland 6, and then turn left on LaGrange Avenue. It's important to note here that uh, uh, as you leave my development, Run, Maryland 6 has no sidewalks until you reach the intersection of Maryland 488. Then, if I was walking, I would have to cross the street because when when I walk, I walk facing traffic. So I would have to somehow cross Maryland 6 to get on sidewalks, which are available on the North side of Maryland Six, past Maryland Four Eighty Eight. Again, I, I could bike there in sixteen minutes. I could walk there in fifty-two minutes. Let's say you want to go to the farmer's market. Again, a very popular place during the spring and summer. Again, two point six miles from my house. Uh, to walk it would be fifty-two minutes. To bike fifteen minutes. And again, the route would t- would probably be out on the Maryland Six, down to Washington Avenue make that right turn, and then go up to, to the farmer's market. Again, I would have to cross Washington Avenue, and there are two pedestrian crossings uh, on, on the side of the courthouse. Now, if I wanted to do some recreational areas around my, my, my community, there's a park called Silver Linden Park, which is in Clarks Run. That's very close to me, uh, 0.8, miles, 0.08 miles from my house. Uh, that's on a local street, Clarks Run Road. Uh, there are no sidewalks and there is a 30 mile an hour speed limit. So and I walk this quite often. So to walk there was 16 minutes. To bike there was 40 minutes. I'm sorry, four minutes. <laughs> Take me a long time to do that. Um, another recreational area or nice place to visit in Clark's Run is at Redwood Lake. That's 1.4 miles from my house. Again, on local neighborhood streets, no sidewalks and a 30 mile-an hour a speed limit, to walk there, which I do quite often, is 28 minutes. To bike there is 7 minutes, and that's pretty good, pretty safe. Let's say you need some medical attention, so you go to the University of Maryland Charles Regional Medical Center. That's 2.3 miles. Uh, by a bike, that would take 15 minutes to walk 47 minutes, and again, it would be uh, using uh, Maryland 6, Charles Street, to access the hospital. So my particular, again, my front door is different than others in yours. So options for me to walk or bike to those destinations are somewhat limited, specifically to Maryland Six, which is Charles Street, which is a state highway to reach most of these destinations. Then I either have to use Washington Avenue, which is, again, a county-owned road, or Kent Avenue, which is a town road. Now, again, please note there are no sidewalks on Maryland Six until you pass Maryland 488. Then there are sidewalks along Maryland 6 until you get to downtown. But again, I walk facing the traffic so that I'd have to cross over to access the sidewalks from Maryland 6. When I bike or cycle, I ride with the traffic. So I have to be very careful when I cross the intersection of Maryland 488 and Maryland 6. That is a signalized intersection, and and there is a right turn there. So I have to be very careful um when I when I cross that intersection. And please note there are there are no signage or pedestrian crossings at that intersection. That's a problem. Uh, typically though, uh biking on the sidewalk can be can be an issue because typically sidewalks are four to five feet in width. There is potential conflict with other pedestrians and other riders. Um riding in downtown La Plata I don't typically ride in the street because there are many conflicts, many, many driver distractions. There's traffic turning vehicles. Frankly, there's limited signage, And unfortunately there is speeding. Now I do attempt to use the sidewalks in along Charles street. If I'm riding my bike into downtown La Plata, but again, I have to be very, very careful with respect to pedestrians and other issues. So, Having a walkable community or having a 15-minute neighborhood is terrific if we could get to these um, these destinations, uh, if we could walk or bike to them comfortably, and is it safe to get to all this stuff. So again, walking or sidewalks is an absolute necessity for a 15-minute neighborhood. So in my judgment, my view, we need to really focus on sidewalks, uh, strengthening those sidewalks, proper pedestrian crossings with signage, and frankly, slowing down traffic on Charles Street, Maryland 6, again, a state highway, and on Washington Avenue, a county road, and also within our own residential streets. I'm sure you've all experienced speeders in your neighborhood. I certainly have here in Clarksrum. In fact, a walkable La Plata is a goal within the town's 2020 comprehensive plan. So what are we to do? Um, I will will refer you back to my previous uh, podcast, which was posted on March the 10th, which talked about La Plata's 2023 Maryland Department of Transportation priorities. But let me now focus on some of those projects that are specifically related to pedestrian safety. The first is um, the the town has been planning and working with our traffic consultant for a radio station walkway which will be a hiker-biker trail extending from uh, Rosewick Road, St. Charles Parkway, down along Radio Station Road. It would then intersect, intersect with Maryland 488, uh, go in front of the existing Agricopia community, and then link up with the sidewalk system on Charles Street, and then would end up on Willow Lane and providing access to, to the school site as well as the new, the new Pine Grove community currently under construction. There's also a major effort uh, with respect to Charles Street, uh, again, Maryland 6, which is a state highway. The first is the installation of two pedestrian warning beaking, be- beacons, which is um, scheduled for installation this summer, hopefully by June, by the State Highway Administration. These will be located at two existing pedestrian crossings, one in front of the hospital and the other one uh, in front of Port Tobacco Theaters or the Port Tobacco Players Theater at North Oak Avenue. Also related to Maryland Six, uh, in the state budget, and hopefully it'll remain in, in the new fiscal year, uh, there is a comprehensive study of Maryland Six from where it intersects with Crane Highway all the way to Maryland 488 or the Plato Road. And this will be a review of all the safety uh, issues along that uh, along that corridor, including um, the, the the access issues to Hickory Lane, uh, also uh, the the timing of the signal, the current signals at Garrett Avenue and Maryland Forty Eight, and I believe they'll be looking at a, a left hand turning lane uh, onto Garrett Avenue from from Charles Street as you head back into town. And in fact, this study has kicked off uh, the town staff as well as the county and the Board of Education has met in late February with the State Highway Administration and their consultant team. So we hope to have more information on how that progresses. The final project uh, is Maryland 488, again, a state highway. Uh, There's been a request for the installation of a hiker-biker trail, which again again relates to the um, radio station hiker-biker trail that the town is currently designing. And then also looking at crosswalk to the um, to the uh, to the pedestrian path to Tilman Lake, Lake, which is a town park, uh, and access to and from uh, that park from from Kings Grant and the, and that intersection or the traffic issue with respect to uh, the entrance at Kings Grant, and the state is looking at the installation of a traffic signal and or a roundabout at the Maryland 488 radio station road intersection. Another project that's at a local level is that the town staff has been working with the Charles County staff and looking at a project to install sidewalks along Washington Avenue. I know this has been in the works a long time, but hopefully this will continue to move forward. As you can probably realize the issue will be funding of this project and the impact on adjacent properties. So, in my view, um, we, we really do need to rethink how we grow. Uh, this includes uh, changing our zoning ordinance to allow more mixed use, pro- more mixed use uh, development that encourages walking. And I had a prior po- podcast about that issue. More important or as important is uh, the need for the state highway administration to change their design standards. Unfortunately, they design streets and highways f- to obtain uh, at, for speed and the maximum amount of traffic that they can carry through these roads, on their roads, and unfortunately, from my view, at the expense of safety and walkability. So now there's a time and a need for change and a commitment for a real walkable, walkable community, not only for La Plata, but frankly, Charles County as well. And this part of this solution is a land-use transportation connection and that we perhaps need to think about how we can develop more jobs here locally rather than driving to work. Close to 70% of Charles County residents who live here don't work here. So they get in their cars and they drive every morning to and come home every night. They drive outside the county for work. And we can certainly appreciate that when you see the traffic in the peak hours in the morning driving up 301 through Brandywine. So unfortunately, this is a long-term issue. But it does take time, perseverance, perseverance, and a commitment. But in my view, we need to start and hopefully we can start here in La Plata. So my ask of you, well, what do you want what do you want your what do you want La Plata and Charles County to be? I would ask you to be engaged in, in your community. It is your community. Again, thanks for listening and please email me your comments, questions, Suggestions and observations at djenkins at townlaplata.org. Thanks again, and I hope to hear from you soon. This concludes the latest La Plata Town Council Award for update. I hope you find this podcast informative and useful so let me know what you think. I look forward to speaking to you again and listening to your questions and concerns. To reach me, my email address is djenkins at townoflaplata.org, or my cell phone number is 301-263-3471. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.